This episode of Horror Movie Talk brought to you by The Woods. Oh, fuck, not The Woods. <laughs> Nothing good ever happens in The Woods. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Wow, that didn't sound good. Hey, guys. Hello. It's us, Horror Movie Talk. I'm Bryce Hansen. I'm a, I hold a PhD in spookology. And across from me sits... I am Professor David Day, the foremost expert in scare meow meows. Uh, we got a great show today. We'll be reviewing a new release, because those happen now. Yeah. Uh, called In the Earth. It's in the Earth. Mm-hmm. It's not a, It's not outside of it. It's in it. So interested to hear what you have to say about this. <laughs> I have an assumption of of your take on this movie. I don't have any any assumption of your take. I'm very conf- I'm very. I feel like this could go either way for you. <laughs> Um, anyways, we'll, we'll get into it. What's your assumption? Uh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, well, mostly I want to hear, I don't want to affect it. It's like, it's science. I don't want to interfere by observing. You can't affect it. So, uh, before we get into the show, there's something that you got to know. We have the coolest fans in the world, the best community of any podcast you've ever listened to. Check us out on social media, especially at our Facebook group on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> that's that, where you find that. You want to talk about science? <coughs> We've done the science on that. That's that's real shit. Uh, every time I'm on Twitch, there's a bunch of really kind people gifting subs around, and they're just they're just. They, they talk to each other very nicely and respectfully, right. and they're all super interested in horror movies and yeah, good discussion. It's very rare that someone slips through that's, like, not good, and we get rid of them pretty quick on the Facebook It group. hasn't happened. Um, check out our website at horrormovietalk.com. You'll find past episodes and links to all the things. Um, every second Saturday we have a watch party, so look out for that. That's another reason to follow us on Facebook because we announced that. Um, we watch a horror movie with our fans, and I think since we started doing Twitch, there's actually an option to uh, have the camera feed of us watching it. So I think we'll probably do that. Oh yeah, in the near future. Oh yeah. That's going to be I'm very I'm very excited about that. In fact, may end up doing it more than just every second Saturday. Just saying. Speaking of Twitch, we have Twitch and David has been streaming um playing a lot of Dead by Daylight. 
and uh, I've gone on there a couple times. Catch me most Saturday nights, um, and then I'll kind of intermittent. You know, you got to be on the Facebook group or on our Twitter or something like that, not, or, or just follow us on twitch.tv slash talk, and you'll get notifications yeah. for when I go live. And if you're just a regular fan and you have an Amazon Prime um, account, yeah. like you can just give us free money. If you go on Twitch and by subbing, by subbing with your Amazon, you get like a free sub through Amazon Prime. Um, we post new episodes of this show every Wednesday, so please subscribe and leave reviews on all the places. If you want to leave us a voicemail, call 682-253-4468. Don't talk about this next point. This is we got it. We got a. Are, are you going to talk about it? Have you wanted to do it for this episode? Well, we have a big announcement. We'll figure out. Maybe we'll talk in the mid-roll. You want to talk in the mid-roll about yeah. it a little bit? That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Stay stay tuned through for the mid-roll because right. we have some interest. And then in the episode we're recording after this one, it's a whole bit because we need some time to talk about this inc- incredible thing that is happening to horror movie talk. Right. Yeah. So... Stay tuned for some exciting news about horror movie talk. Um, if you're new to the show, we start out by giving a brief review and our score for the movie. We don't give out any spoilers until the spoiler section. We score on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being a miserable dredge where it makes you angry, 5 being an average film that hits all the expected marks, and 10 being so good it transcends genre boundaries. After we give our score, again, we get into spoilers. We'll mark it so you can bounce. If you haven't seen this movie, which I'm assuming a lot of people haven't, um, you can just listen to our take on it. It's going to be, like, rentable very soon, I assume. Like, this has been in the theaters for a little while, and it's on its way out It's only been in the theaters for about two weeks, I think, right? Um, At least... Three. I think it might really? have been there for longer. Um, I'll, I'll take a look and see what the... Uh, it says the, it came out April 16th, so only two weeks. Really? Yeah, only... Actually, one one full week as we're recording it. Huh. Yeah. But oh, yeah, it did, it did just come out. Yeah, so, but I don't think you're wrong. I though. mean, it's I already think, been demoted. It's It's gone from the main theater at our theater to the, uh, the niche theater. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's... Horror movies don't last that long, especially like... Oh, if it's Non-big a middling, yeah, yeah, if it's a middling one, it's it's on its way out. Um, later on, we'll do um, a, a special new bit, something that has been a long time coming that we really need to take care of. Um, we're we're going to go through some erratum, so some errors that we have made on past shows that we've been called out on that we we just need to make right that's good that's it's good you know it's how you know you you're listening to an honest show i right. uh it's, i think it's a good idea so without further ado let's get into the movie again we saw in the earth and like camping it was intense it was intense ha Here is the trailer. He told me his story. These are his memories. Can you feel him now? In the earth. No, I don't know what you mean. I think you do. So what are you working on? 
searching ways of making crops more efficient. Funny place to study crops in a forest. We had to send a rescue party in to get a group out a couple of months ago. They got lost. Why didn't they use GPRS? There's no fun reception in there. People get a bit funny in the woods sometimes. she's gonna get you. Yeah, who is it? It's a local folktale. She's the spirit of the woods. Wake up. Something's there. Listen. Someone's watching us. saw something in the woods. It wants to talk. What do you want? Everything seems to just keep us here. In the Earth, the movie that we're going to be talking about, um, can be found in theaters now and probably for uh, another week or two. Right. It's just just not going to be there for very long. It's too bad. And I think and I think if, you know, this is... Just, this is a good one to see in the theater. I, I, I got to totally, endorse seeing this in the theater. Is this... Okay, what do you think... Where do you think I'm going with this? Uh, <laughs> so you thought I was going to be heavily positive for this movie? I thought you were going to hate it. Oh, Really? No, no, no. Mm -mm. Really? No, I. I love this movie too much. Really? Oh yeah. I see. So here's here's my assumption. I know what you were thinking. Can I say what you were thinking? Uh Yeah, yeah. Lights in the eyes. Yes. Yeah. It is annoying. Um, In fact, probably the most important thing we can say before spoilers to you, the listener. If you're prone to epilepsy, do not see this movie. Do not see this movie. There are warnings. Like, uh, I'm not prone to epilepsy, and I almost had a seizure watching this movie. Um, it didn't it didn't bother me to the extent that I thought it was going to, given that there were a bunch of warning signs, uh, you know, going into this movie. Like, you know, they had it on the ticket counter. It was like, don't go see this movie if you got some visual shit going on. Right. You can get fucked up. And they aren't lying. Uh, there are some strobe effects and not just strobe, uh, visual strobes, but audio strobes like are intense. This is, that's the reason to see this movie in theaters is this is a real audio visual experience. Yeah. Like I, (laughs) you've in the past complained about if there's a flashlight in the movie, if they shine it towards the camera you get real bothered by that there so I was is like, there is no point to doing that though the, this is the, that's just to to fuck with the audience and i don't appreciate it doesn't add anything to it this is an aesthetic this is a this is a a thematic choice um and and it's almost like this movie gets real psychedelic hmm. uh 
and uh, and I appreciate that. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's a there's a difference. It's it's like comes with it's meant to build a mood, and it's not just meant to just here's a flashlight in your eyes. Like just you know, don't be a dick. Well, <laughs> I I still think that's kind of a a silly pet peeve. I mean, it's uh, every pet peeve is yeah kind of silly, but um yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I. <clears throat> What are you going to do? Yeah. So Martin Lowry, played by Joel Fry, leaves behind COVID quarantine to help with important scientific work in the woods. He'll be working with his ex, and she is studying forest rave science or something. <laughs> Martin is led through the woods by Alma, played by Elora Torchia, who is a capable young woman that side-eyes Martin's lack of hiking skills. As the great Norm MacDonald said. Oh, fuck, not the woods. Nothing good ever happens in the woods. It doesn't go great. Uh, This movie has two speeds, slow and measured, and intense skull fucking. Accurate. Um, It has a lot going for it. Great acting performances, a unique story, and crazy hobos. Um, I went in with no expectations and was pleasantly surprised by an engaging and entertaining Lovecraftian story. It's an interesting mix of Midsummer, 2001, A Space Odyssey, and Intense Foot Trauma. (laughs) (laughs) I give it a score of 7 out of 10. Yeah, you really hit the nail on the head here with with your quick review, I I say. It's – it – I'm curious to know why you're... it's really good going into this movie not knowing anything about it. That is like, that is very and true. the trailer doesn't really give it away. It it's like a a bait and switch. The trailer at least because you feel like it's going to be called the ritual. Yeah. Um, yes. <clears throat> more midsummer or, um, yeah, just uh, creepy witch like supernatural stuff in the woods, and it's not that. It's really a unique story and really interesting yeah it's uh, okay so it's so it's so new and different and refreshing like you just don't you just you don't see where it's going in any at any given time and uh it doesn't it does not answer a lot of your questions right (laughs) you're gonna be left hanging and that's intentional and if that if that bothers you get ready to get bothered because you're just gonna get left hanging all over the place. There's a lot of stuff up to the interpretation of the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the things that worked about this movie were the setting was wonderful. The mm-hmm. cinematography was great. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a lot of care and effort being put into this by writer-director Ben Wheatley. Mm-hmm. And, um, I I mean, I, I'm a real sucker for the woods. You know, like, I, I really dig it. And this had a, a very – it felt like you were in the woods. Yeah. It really, really did. It has kind of the uh, – th- that's kind of the sign of whether a movie set in the woods is good or not. Because <laughs> most of the terrible, terrible horror movies, like D-level horror movies, are set in the woods because that's where you don't have to have a permit to shoot. Wrong turn. And so <laughs> – and so – um, seeing a good movie and showing a, a movie that actually knows how to communicate the menace of being out in the middle of the woods, completely away from society. But it's a fine line. It's a yeah. fine line between menace and just 
uneasiness that the woods generally gives people, you know? It's not – the woods aren't inherently bad. You're just – you just have a lot of evolutionary bullshit in your head to make you go, hmm, what's back there? And right. and so <laughs> and so th- this this doesn't treat the, the woods – you know, there's – the Ritual, if you've seen that, this is a Netflix movie called mm-hmm. The Ritual. This is another great Woods movie, but the Woods feel evil right. in The Ritual. And in this, they don't feel evil. They just feel kind yeah, of in the rit- omnipresent yeah. and aware of you. Yeah, I mean, in The in the Ritual, it feels more like German fairy tale Woods. Yes. Like you walk into darkness and then sometimes yeah. people never come out. Yeah. This one feels more like the reality of nature. Right. You know. Which is just uncaring and present yeah. around you. And uh, and I'm, I'm curious to know, what made you choose seven out of ten? Um... I don't know. I mean, it didn't it didn't blow me away. Like, it's not... I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. Yeah. Um, or, like, I'm not super enthusiastic about it but i really appreciated it as a decent movie that was a good viewing experience um and entertaining it just didn't it wasn't any any one thing that i really like very strongly it was just really um more than passable makes sense okay for me i'd say this is a nine out of ten because this got real close to a 10 out of 10 because this movie is very much my thing. This right. movie is, before anything else, a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> like, this movie is just a straight vibe, and uh, and I dig it. Right. You know, it, it, you, you, you like you it know, to it's, 2001, it's, and it's very similar to 2001. Yeah. And I love 2000. I love Kubrick. Right. Um, and this feels Kubrick-esque. Yeah, it's not... <clears throat> It's not cold and unfeeling like Kubrick. It's more uh, in touch with humanity. In touch. I'm in touch with humanity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hang on, I'll find it. Go on. Okay, never mind. So uh, before we get into spoilers, let's talk a little bit about our favorite companies in the world, the ones that pay us. First of all, <laughs> Night Channels. Nightchannels.com is a fantastic store where you can buy some of the best niche horror movie cult uh metal t-shirts and hoodies then that you can't find anywhere else and uh we've both bought several shirts from them they've treated us really nicely yeah. as well like um the like I, I went to uh, I went to Night Channels with a question and uh, and they were so happy to respond with with a, a well thought out kind answer that was like it was clear that that they that they knew what was going on. So th- these Night Channel are good people and you should definitely support them because right. they support us and we appreciate that. It's one of those like one of those diamonds in the rough on in. Uh, internet e-commerce where you can tell it's like a, it's a it's like a local business yeah they're not big, a, they're not big corporate yeah they're local it's not monolithic right. like it's it's handcrafted lovingly yes for you so go to nightchannels.com just browse i mean that's really for that. all, all we ask browse what they have and you're going to find 
at least two t-shirts that you're going to want to put on your body. For that handcrafted, loving, satanic feel. All right. Um, they're affordable, and you if you use code HMT at checkout, you get 13% off. So, again, go to nightchannels.com. Just do us a favor. Browse around. You're going to find something, and then when inevitably you do, use code HMT at checkout to get 13% off. Longtime sponsor, Shuttered.com, is the Netflix of horror. And um, they are definitely great for our listeners. It's a streaming service with the best selection of horror, thriller, and supernatural movies, series, and originals. From Hollywood favorites and cult classics to original series and critically acclaimed new genre films you won't find anywhere else. Streaming uncut and commercial-free right to your favorite devices. This April, Shudder is celebrating halfway to Halloween, because Halloween is too much fun to celebrate just once a year. It's Shudder's biggest month of programming ever. Ever. And one of the biggest shows coming in April is the new season of Creep Show. Have you watched uh, Creep Show? It is a fabulous... Now, this is the third season of Creep Show. I, I, the only criti- critique I have of it is there too. There, there's so many funny episodes that I, or like, it's a very mm-hmm. Twilight Zoney kind of show, and right. you know, there's different flavors of Twilight right. Zone. Um, so you get a, th- these ones are there. Uh, the last season was a lot of funny ones, but I had a great time with it. Um, yeah. So. Check them out. Um, yep. You can stream great thrillers, horror, and suspense for $6 a month. What? That's crazy. Or fifty six ninety nine a year. Even better. Um, and if you use code HMT at checkout, you get an entire month for free. 30-day free trial instead of their fucking shitty seven-day free trial yeah that's right so head on over to shutter.com that's s-h-u-d-d-e-r.com enter code hmt and you get that 30-day free trial instead of that stupid seven-day free trial also check out our our shop at horrormovietalk.com slash shop we've got some new stickers and coasters coasters oh yeah magnets I, I, I forgot to... to bring you the magnets oh that's so cool yeah i got the the trick-or-treat coasters, too. Dang. We should probably order, like, three more versions just so we can package them in five of different versions. I sell them, and we, <coughs> we've got the coasters listed in packs of five. You're so right. You, so you can buy a pack of five for nine bucks. It's on sale, so you get, what, like, uh, 10% off. Right. So you get nine bucks. So get you five coasters. And we got our logo, but we also got uh, trick-or-treat. The little, uh, the what's his, the little man, the little, mm, yeah, the, the guy, little, little guy the from little Trick guy. or Treat, uh, that Dustin made, and uh, if you buy the Trick or Treat ones, a little taste of that goes to support Dustin as well. Yeah. Also, we got T-shirts that have the logo, which is kick-ass, which is also done by Dustin Goble. Speaking of Dustin Goble, man, I've been farting real hard over here. Oh. It's, I'm gonna poop. We're we're here so early. I would normally have pooped seven times by now. Dustin is a professional artist who fucks hard. He also takes commissions for artwork from HMT fans. And Jessica on our Facebook group posted some of the custom artwork that he's done for her. And it's just so awesome. She, it is. He did a Tromeo and Juliet and, and Cannibal, uh, Cannibal or, the Musical. Yeah. 
um, commission for her, and they just look fantastic. Like it he, looks like it looks like a professional hard fucking artist did them. And he he doesn't value himself enough, dude. And so it's real cheap. Yeah, you so gotta go. get in while Dustin while Dustin still uh, feels uh, feels bad about himself. <laughs> you gotta get into this early because eventually, you know, hundreds be, of episodes of yeah. HMT later, he's gonna be like, I fuck real hard, and you're gonna get you, you're you know those prices gonna go up, baby. They got nowhere to go. Yeah, he's. I just he's charging about half of what he should, in oh, my yeah. opinion. I for, agree for these commissions. So check him out on uh, Instagram at dgobel zero zero. That's at d g o e b e l zero zero, and make your artistic dreams come true. If you want to leave us a voicemail, call six eight two two five three four four six eight. Thanks again for listening, and David's gonna take a shit. Man, after you left, I heard. Like, oh man, you wafted it in from outside. Jesus. Oh, um, it's like I can bite it. Yeah, it's so thick. Yeah, something, something happened. Something happened. I push a big pile of mud. Yeah, I had to flush three times to get it all go, to Oof. go down. Yeah. yeah, it was. There was a lot of little floaters. Um, you know, we 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 uh, almost forgot in the mid roll. We said we were going to talk about the big deal. Oh yeah, dude. Let's talk about the big deal. The Spotify deal. Well, let's let's talk about it in spoilers. We'll we'll get into spoilers. Okay, now. okay. Let's talk about spoilers. Spoilers. Um, yeah, so we got some big news before, before we really get into the spoilers of the, about the movie for, you know, this is where the loyal fans are still listening. You That's know? right. And we have pretty exciting opportunity it's, and like it came out of the blue and we like, and we're, it's surprising. Yeah. It's like when the hot girl at the prom uh, like is like looking through the audience and you're sitting there on the wall being like, you know, sipping your drink and you're just so, you know, you just got like, it's basically almost... marks all over your face. And she looks at you and you're like me. And sh- and she points at you and you're like me. And she's like, yeah, you, you and me, we're going to fuck. It almost feels like a carry situation where yeah, being asked to the prom by someone way out of our league. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the podcast world, I don't I don't know if you listen to other podcasts, but there's there's been a real like coordinating off and sectioning off and, and several companies are staking claims for, you know, their own podcast network um, right. of exclusive deals. Yeah. Um, most notable is Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan and Spotify uh, exclusive last podcast on the left. Yeah. They went exclusively Spotify, so you can't find them anywhere else but on Spotify. And I can't – I'm still, like, reeling. Spotify reached out to us. To little old horror movie talk. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It doesn't me. make any sense. I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of waiting for the other, you know, the other book to drop or whatever you say, however yeah. that saying goes. I mean, they have shoot the other shoot. They have access to our analytics on 
on Spotify. So maybe there's just a tra- trajectory that they see mm. that they're just like, let's get in on this early. But Spotify has offered us an exclusive deal to go Spotify exclusive. Right. Uh, which obviously would have, and we're not sure how to go with this because it would have a, an impact on our listener. I mean, look, I'll sell out as soon as anybody, you know, I, I, I'll, right. You know, the I all ID is all I care about. I mean, we've really been wanting to grow listeners so that we could make, you know, kind of a living off of the podcast. Yeah. And we're still, I mean, we're not, not close, but we're, we're on our way, you know, and it's improving every month we're making a little more every month and getting more listeners and this and and we love our listeners and i know that like there's a big backlash for these podcasts that go spotify exclusive and and i'm sure that there's a drop off and people are kind of here's the thing bryce annoyed that they can't find them on the regular podcast and, and platform. this is what this is what i was saying saying to you earlier is i i used to listen to joe regularly right don't listen to him at all anymore I, yeah, I mean, even the it's content. Just one like, extra hoop. I have the app. Yeah. I just don't listen to them because it's not my normal routine. Right. So I mean, there's there's drawbacks, but they're offering us a lot of money. Look, like it's it's I, I it's undeniable. <laughs> it's it's a question that we've asked ourselves several times. Of like, what would it take for us to sell out? What's the sellout number? And I just want to, Sabrina, don't just stare at it. Eat it. I just want to take a big old bite. So, I mean, no decision has been made at all, but like, and you know, there's, there's still some negotiations to be made around the contract and, and what we're allowed to do and merchandise and, but more and stuff than, like that. But with, more than that, I want to reach out to our listeners and see what they have to say. I, I need to know, would this fuck up your shit listeners? Right. Um, I don't want, I don't want to fuck up anybody's shit, you know? I mean, there is a sizable portion of our listeners that found us on Spotify and yes. listened to us. I mean, a good, like, it's probably like, two-thirds or, or yeah, a, third, like a third at I least. I feel like it's 30 to 40 percent. Um, but of those that don't listen on Spotify, like, what, what's your take on this? Like, would you would this piss you off? Um, should we Should we sell out, grab the cash, and go and, and just see what, what happens, see if there's... Because the other thing is, like, they, Spotify has a lot of money, and they could be putting a lot of money into We say some promoting. words on this podcast that make me concerned. Right. Like, would we get canceled for saying retired it? Right. Would we get canceled for occasionally, um, uh, you know, spouting off in not the most woke way? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, nothing's final yet. I mean, don't, don't, it, it'll be several months off if anything happens but we're real excited that they reached out so let us know what you think um on the facebook group uh, s- leave us a voicemail um, yeah leave us a voicemail at 682-253-4468 weigh in let us know yeah but let's get into i mean that's enough. let's let's talk it's about it's just something. yeah it's just chitter chat yeah. you know um i just feel I like i can't believe that bryce prefer- doesn't want to go to spotify <laughs> Just makes me Twitter like a schoolgirl. Um, so again, this this movie, I really, now that I think about it, it, it could have gone two ways because it has some of your most hated stuff, which is bright lights right in your fucking face, and then it also has some of your favorite stuff, which is intense droning, 
um, music like EDM, not, yeah. not, not EDM, electronic. Oh, it's music. Yeah, no, it, it's, but not it's got okay the the acting and the intention like the whole the way they set this up is also believable right and and there's enough left to your imagination that's just hinted at that it's there's it's it's just piques my interest just right Right. Um, they're they're talking about some sort of plague or something. Maybe it's COVID. Yeah, I mean it's it's very much like hinting at they're talking about COVID, but it's more like an unnamed plague, plague. of some variety. But really, it's it's very familiar. It's going to be one of those things where like ten years later, people are you know the gen Gen C or whatever it's going to be at the time that hasn't watched movies from twenty years ago uh-huh. is going to be like. What that seems like a non sequitur. Why why did it not talk about this plague that was happening at all? It's like yeah. oh no, well it came out during COVID, so right. It just had shorthand of everyone knew like you're suspicious of whether people have been in quarantine or whether they it's a gl- have a disease and you know try to spray them with you know Purell. <laughs> it's a little gaslighty. This whole movie is a little is a little like. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to show you my whole hand. Yeah. I'm not going to. You don't get to know everything. Sorry. Yeah. And that's and that works in its favor, in my opinion. Yeah. It's a really good uh, example of of good writing in, in that it's got subtle character development. A um, lot of like background information that's kind of hinted at that you fill in in your own mind. Um, it gives you just enough to like be on board and know what's going on, but not enough to, like, make conclusions yeah. about anything. And the characters are, and the acting, the characters and the acting, real people You know, like, yeah. these these are so nuanced that they're, they don't fall into some trope of a right. person. Right. They just, uh, they just are a are a full-fledged individual who you're, you're like, oh, yeah, this... This is a guy. This right. I know this guy. Right. So it opens with, um, you know, hammer time. Some some faceless person is hammering at a stone and and gets a little chip off, and car- lovingly places it in the soil and covers it. So it's like a like a Viet Cong trap <laughs> laid, which would not be effective. Oh wow! If, I'm if coming full circle now. Yeah. Whoa! I'm my mind is now being blown now that you're bringing this part oh, back you didn't, up. You didn't notice that. <laughs> so, no, I did notice it. I just I just didn't put you didn't it connect all. Connect it. Yeah. Didn't put it all together. Wow. So there was a stone chip in the ground, which a single stone chip is not a great booby trap methodology. No. You know, because people step in lots of places. <laughs> It, it reminded me – it was so druidic in the way that this whole thing happened, right? That that, that opening scene, it was like yeah. – it was like clearly there's some sort of – either he's trying to make weapons or he's doing some sort of ritual yeah, and some planting kind of, a stone in the ground with care. Like, like some kind of gem energy thing. With some sort of intention. Have you ever been around – people that are into like minerals one of one of my best friends actually one of my very best friends and patron one of the longest patrons that we have have had uh i just went camping with him last uh-huh. week he's he is a rock hound 
well, I'm not talking about collector. I'm talking about like, um, like energies. Like you place the stone. Oh, that's my wife on your on your chest. Yeah, to, my wife to, is you know into that shit. Yeah, yeah, a little apologetically, but so, um, so it feels kind of like that. I my my therapist like has a ton of just like these minerals and weird, you know, shiny rocks just completely covering this coffee table. Your therapist, huh? And it's got, it's got this a... This explains a lot. <laughs> I get it now. And he's got like a book that explains like, this is what this, what this mineral does. And it does, if you, you know, war, want to ward off, you know... <laughs> They're not rocks, Marie! They're minerals! Yeah, so, uh, it's a little disturbing... <laughs> That he is, he's not like completely on board with it, but he's also like not completely discounting it, which is enough for me to be like, mm. I think it, you know what I think it is? I think it gives a lot of people some sort of like calming reassurance. It kind of, sure. it's kind of grounds them a little bit and makes them feel. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's undeniable. And when you pick up like a cool, shiny, like see through rock, you're like, this I, is an object that's cool. I've. This whole last week, I've kept this rock in my pocket <laughs> because it's smooth, and I just get to touch it. Yeah, it's there's a there's a thing where I don't know what kind of instinct or genetic like holdover about the importance and like mysteriousness and magicalness of minerals is, but it's there deep inside the human brain, and so there's totally makes sense that there's like a leftover superstitious native thinking about minerals anyways so i thought it was something like that um it, there's a couple like um it, it plants a lot of no, no pun intended it plants a lot of like ideas and concepts throughout this movie that kind of go nowhere um they make a big deal of parnag feg and it has this one kind of tapestry of yeah this big witch lady you know very midsummer esque see and this th this this is where I draw all the meaning from in these kinds of movies is I go it's all intentional I go this is like a Kubrick you know it's like Kubrick was so important in my childhood like I just watched a ton of Kubrick movies and yeah. it was so enthralled in the puzzle of it you know and then my teachers at school would say you know you got to look for the deeper meaning in stories and so then that became like some sort of weird mantra and so now when i watch things i i'm just inherently look for the deeper meaning and and i'll be able to i'll create it when, when it isn't there so it's like this right. it's why i like movies right. more than you usually <laughs> Okay. No, it's why I give higher scores to movies on a on a more regular basis than you. I think is because I will I will give it more credit than it's due mm -hmm. by making shit up about it in my head. I I just inherently do this thing where I go, oh, this means that, and this means that, and therefore this is how it ties into my life. Mm -hmm. And then and then I'm very happy with you know this story that I create in my head, but. I, I see all these things like and now now that you've mentioned the rocket that him planting the rock at the start now I see the magical aspect of this movie even more you know right. like oh the earth did have or Parnag Feg did have intentions like <laughs> he was real you know right because this dude plants this rock in this one little spot mm -hmm. and then and then he sets a, a chain of events in motion because of this rock that alter the course of the whole movie 
so the the main idea like what what it does give you um that it states like outright is that what they're studying in the forest is um plant growth and and alternative like planting methods to you know improve crops and they're using the forest because it's super fertile but also um his uh martin's ex is kind of an expert on kind of the i can't remember what they call it but it's the like underground network of roots and fungus and mycelium mycelium so uh, mycelium mat is the network of uh, root structures of um, of mushrooms, hmm. and so and mushrooms. When you see a mushroom, that's just the fruiting body mm-hmm. of the of the actual fungus organism, which is the mycelium mat. Right. This is this this network of roots underground. And so, what this movie is kind of supposing is that all of life, all of all of the plants in, in the earth are connected via this underground mm-hmm. network of roots and they're all communicating with each other and with the rest of the world. Right. Well, I mean, at least I think they say nation- nationwide. I don't know how it would go into the ocean. Sure, but, sure. Yeah, it's hard, um, hard to know. So so that's kind of what they're studying. And Martin shows up at kind of a lodge uh, to get ready to go and, and uh, they set up a lot you know how they're making sure that he's capable of you know being in the woods because the forest is a hostile environment right really underlines that and for uh, for the reason being for some reason it's a two-day hike there's no there's no other way to get there but to hike which is so actually i mean you know uh i i'm sorry i cut you off they have a scientific research station that's a two-day hike with like intense um once they get there you see like all these like heavy speakers and lighting rigs and tents like someone just just hoofed all that stuff into this camp like there's no ATVs or or right, uh right. you know anything that could have gone over land so like a I ha- bike I do have a little bit of uh of the ability to kind of extrapolate on this um, so there are things called uh, like experimental forests or research forests mm. where there are uh, – so this is just in America. I don't know about in Britain. I think this was probably took place in yeah, Britain. Yeah. It's a very, very British movie. But uh, so having worked for the Forest Service for a good amount of time, you know, you get uh, familiar with this kind of thing. There are experimental forests. There are research forests and this kind of thing. There are also wildernesses and, and all of these have different – Rules, uh-huh. right? In wildernesses, no motors are, are allowed, and sure. to to the extent that if, if there is a fire burning in a wilderness, you're not allowed to bring chainsaws in, right? Huh. You're not allowed to drive into a wilderness. You're not allowed to bring motors mm. into these places, and there uh, unless you get an exemption, right? Right. So there are very, and with experimental forests, you know, they the rules vary, mm-hmm. but you know these these things do exist, and you know, I mean. But yes, I. I, uh, I mean, how about electric bike? You know. Right. Yeah. No. But, I mean, that would that would have less impact. Sure. Than walking. But the, the but the whole premise behind it is to leave it as. Right. It's as, it's very much like the, the that's where kind of the artifice comes out because it's the whole point is to have them secluded and not able to escape. Right. And this is where it is really Lovecraftian to me. Like this is a very 
like temp Lovecraft template. Yeah. Where it's um scientific research. We we learn later that there's like an element of necromancy and you know um what's it called? Uh Druidicism. Alchemy, necromancy. Um there's some scientist out in the woods, uh, out in the wilderness, um, that may or may not have gone mad. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know, quite know, like it's, you know, fourth hand, um, <laughs> like recountings of what happened. It's very interesting. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's very, very Lovecraftian. Yeah. Um, there's the a setup. warlock mentioned. Yeah. Necromancer warlock. Yeah. Right. So that's that's kind of like the the feel of the movie. Um, it doesn't really go super hard into that until the very end. Um, but there there is you know some of the, some of those themes. Um, they're they're hiking in, um, and some stuff seems off. You know, it's there's mentioning of a family that kind of disappeared. <laughs> Yeah, and they come across. Been, there was a couple mentions of a couple different groups right. that have like, oh, we didn't see them for. Oh, we had to go in and yeah, but they rescue don't see these people. They don't seem that concerned. No, yeah, they're just like, well, that's the woods for you. The woods are crazy. And Martin, um, so is with Alma, and Alma is just his his guide in the woods but it seems like she hasn't i think it, they're it feels, part, i think they're partners in research you know they're yeah yeah but know. she's she's definitely been there before and is like knows where it is but yes. then also when they arrive like olivia says she hasn't seen people for months so like how involved has alma just been at the lodge just hanging out the whole time. I, I think Olivia, well, it's made pretty clear that Olivia, it, who is this the researcher who's kind of gone rogue, mm-hmm. uh, has intentionally been she's secluded. Like she's not supposed to be there. Like she's she didn't get a grant for this. She didn't. No, she didn't get a grant for this. It was too important to leave up to someone else to decide. So it no, was a- I thought she got a grant and sh- to do something, and then she kind of like pivoted to something else that when she ah, found yes. out, and then she didn't right explain that she needed stuff for this in particular. Right, right. Um, so it's so she got so she got this she got this grant on. Uh, mycelium or whatever well to... yeah she 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 said one thing but was she was really gonna do something else it's like at some point yeah you do a, a scientific research on on like the fungus mat and then you find like a, a book from the 1600s and you're like no this this Wait, is more important you spent your whole research grant on edm setup to play edm in the woods <laughs> yes what's your point <laughs> Okay. Turns out fungus like Rapes. drone music. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but, 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 so they come across a campsite that's obviously the scene of a murder. What's the protocol for this? What, what would you do if you're out camping and you come across like a full on campsite that either looks like it was eaten by a grizzly bear or torn apart by a 
by a knife wielding maniac. It did not look as though some some sort of struggle had gone down there necessarily. It is strange to well, have the a tent was ripped open. No, it was just unzipped. Was it? Yeah. Um, but I mean, it was all fairly fresh gear and it had clearly been abandoned, you know? So, so really, I mean, these sorts of things do happen in the woods and you, you don't, I mean, you may make mention of it, you know, you may Uh go back and be like, saw a thing, like really the way it would work is these people would all have radios Radios, and then they would call back to dispatch and be like, well, there's a thing out here. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not I'm not a cop, you know. Right. Send some cops, I guess, maybe. Well, they didn't do that. No. They just kept walking. They didn't even have radios, which seems... Well, they. I think they did have radios, but then it got damaged. So they, they're they walking along, and after they see this campsite, they set up camp. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> they set up camp, and then they're just beat to shit in the night. Dude. <laughs> like, intensely beaten yeah. until... Like, they're unconscious, basically. Yeah. And uh, they wake up in the morning and find that their equipment has been ruined and their shoes are stolen. Yes. Yeah, it's um, it's it's brutal and it's fast and and it's so shocking. And it and it kind of sets up the 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 methodology for the rest of this movie the way uh, this this movie's gonna treat your senses yeah which is like speaking of senses are you farting more no I feel like something's wafting over uh uh-uh, uh it's probably my breath okay continue <laughs> um yeah so it just feels it it's just a taste of what's coming which right. is like and by the way like. This is so undeniably loud, right? Right. Okay, thank you. Like, this movie was so fucking loud. Yeah. It was... Loud and bright and intense. Yes. Like, it's... I was... So, I watched it last night, and it had moved from, like, the main theater into, like, the living room Mm -hmm. theater. Mm -hmm. And so, there was literally, like, four people in there. Probably... Mm -hmm. You said you saw it with, like, three people. Yeah. So, but... Those living room theaters are smaller, and it feels like it's more intense in terms of sound. The sound was crushingly loud. I yeah. really feel like that's what I like about this theater, though, is that it the sound is like really good compared to Regal. It's it's astonishingly loud. Um, I will say, like, just a quick mention: other movies that are out right now. There's a, a mo- an anime movie out called Demon Slayer. <laughs> you, listen, if you're a 30-something, you don't fucking know what's going on, probably. <laughs> you know, you just, now you're just kind of, like, you don't want to admit it, but you're just kind of an old guy or gal. At some point, there was an inflection point with anime to where when we were younger, it was like, dude, I discovered this weird, <laughs> like, cool like animation from Japan and there's like these one or two movies yeah that you're like Ghost in the Shell Akira yeah like it's it's so cool and like there might be one person out of your entire school that knows about manga Neon Genesis Evangelon <laughs> and then un- somehow like an inflection point happened and it's like the main pop culture for some reason everyone's listening to K-pop like watch an anime and they've watched like they're following 
10 different anime shows that are in episodes like 1030 at this point. So I get to the theater on a Thursday night and in the middle of COVID and I'm like, you know, just racing for the Thursday crowd, which is nothing. Right. I get there and it's the biggest crowd of people I've ever seen. (laughs) And, and some of that may be informed by the fact that it's been a year since I've been in any crowd at all, but, and then I'm approached by 15 year olds, uh, of, just every variety Mm -hmm. just running up to me and being like are you seeing demon slayer and i'm like no what no why would i do that no please no and they're all uh, under the age of 21 this movie's a rated r movie Uh and they can't get in and they need somebody over the age of 21 and my okay i look perpetually stoned all the time my (laughs) eyes are constantly bloodshot i don't know why they're just red all the time Uh and this is how i've been my whole life and I apparently look very old because every child in this movie theater or in this line was like, are you seeing Demon Slayer? I was like, no, 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 no. How many – were there a lot of kids there when you went? No, there was no one. Yeah. I mean I was there at 8, 8.45 though, so there was oh, like – Oh, okay. It was late. I think the there was a, a later showing of Demon Slayer though I saw on the – on the times and but there was there was no one there. Dude, this one it might kid, have been too early. It, might it have was been. so crazy that this one kid got out of line to go try and see if he could like shoosh through. Like he thought the ticket was a. He was behind me in line. He comes back like right as I'm about to hit the counter and he's like, he just gets in front of me. You know, he thinks he's gonna be cool and I go, hey, get out of here. You're not. Yeah. This, and he's like, oh no, I was here in line. And I tap him on the shoulder again, and I go, it's time to go, man. You got to get out of here. He goes, oh, no, I was here. And I go, we're going to have a thing. We can have a thing right here. I have no problem with this. But you got to get the fuck out of here. He just thought I was just going to sit there and take it. Yeah, you're the wrong guy to pull like, that move on. Do not fuck with me, son. I've been sitting in this line for a half hour. And he was like, oh, oh, oh. It was really that long? It was, uh, yes, it was like 25 minutes. Jesus. Because all these kids were clogging up the fucking line with their, ah, but I'm, I want to go. And they're like, show me your, show me your ID. And they're like, eh. You know, so it was, uh, anyway, this, this, this fucking kid. See, I would have taken advantage of it. I would have been like, yeah, for 50 bucks, I'll, I'll say I'm going with you. Buy a ticket for demon slayer and then just walk past and go into in the earth i just was irritated pocket the money i just was irritated anyway so yeah demon slayer is a big deal right now and it's rated r so don't go if you're under 17 right <laughs> or go with someone over 21 we get stuff here this is back country it was serious back country <laughs> mm-hmm. um okay so uh, uh an aside uh, Martin has had previously is just coming over ringworm. Yes. And ringworm is a fungus, and I feel like I've been lied to my entire life. Oh. Uh, why isn't ringworm a worm? I mean, I thought it was a worm that just mm, sat in a ring, <laughs> in your skin. Uh, yeah. If you're a wrestler, you knew. It's one of those things where I feel like I've heard that before, but it never like rang true until this movie. Like, oh, no, it's a fungus. It's just like a, a rash. It sounds much worse than it is. It sounds... Ew! Because don't you get ringworm by, like, stepping in shit? Like, isn't it like a feces thing? Boy, man, you're asking the wrong guy. I Well, actually, you'd think it... I, 
I have some I have some rash issues. If you're on our Twitch stream, uh, you'll get to hear a lot about me and my skin problems. Because uh-huh. you do it shirtless most of the time. <laughs> it's hot. Uh, the The room that I record in is is the southwest room in the house, so it's just screaming hot all do the time. Do you open the window? Oh yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's just you're just in a hot box. No and crosswind. No. Uh, well, I got to keep the door closed. Keep my kids out of the stream. Mm. But um, yeah, I mean. The, but interestingly, Manscaped is the only soap that uh, soap and lotion that uh, that doesn't. F- in fact, it p- seems to protect me against my rash outbreaks. Uh-huh. Not not ringworm, but similar. So so yeah. But Martin in this story, um, man, I feel so bad for this guy. This character <laughs> gets fucked every way you can get fucked. So yeah, they get their shoes stolen, and probably the most important like turning point in the plot is Martin steps on this rock that was planted in the After beginning his of the movie. shoes are taken and just gashes the fuck out of his foot like yeah. flappy skin gash you know and, and that that's not the end of the foot trauma for poor martin dude <laughs> good lord <laughs> like this could be like foot trauma the movie for for a lot of it um and it's one of those things where it Let's go down the list. It so underlines it so underlines like how fucked you can be in the woods like by simple shit. Oh yeah. Like if you get cut in the woods, that's a big problem. Like even if you watch like Survivor Man or, or someone like that or someone that are expert, if they get any kind of cut, like just a scrape, they're like fuck. Yeah. Because it could be infected and you could, you know, die from that stuff. Yep, that's that's the truth. Let's. I, can I? Do you mind if I go off script a little bit and we just go down the list of of, of shit that happens to Mark? <laughs> yeah. So in terms of foot trauma, first off, he gets cut and he steps on the rock that was carefully planted. I presume at the start of the movie. Uh huh. The gem. The, the mineral. Well, it, I think it was obsidian or something. It's or mineral. Some, some flint. Oh, it was flint. Yes, that's what it was. Was it flint? It, yeah. looked, it looked like granite. It was a nap. Well, it no, like it, a... it was a glass sort of base oh, okay. mineral because it was sharding off in that same sure. in that same way. They kind of like – anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, he steps on this, gets his big gouge in the middle of his foot – in the just the middle of his foot. And then they meet this this – hobo in the woods right who is who is again none of these characters come off none of them come off as overly this or that yeah and they just feel like people it feels very realistic because they they meet this hobo in the woods exactly they're both of them are standoffish they're like what the fuck is going on but then it also seems like completely explainable because he's like it's people in quarantine i decided to go live out in the woods and please don't tell the park ranger about me. Yeah. And then he... And he's like, but I'll help you with your foot. Yeah. I have I have the way to help you. Right. And he's got an extra pair of shoes. He sews up, he sews up this, the, the, he sews up the gash. So that's, that's where it starts with the foot trauma, like, re- repeat <laughs> theme. Because he wants to help Martin out. And the first thing he does is clean his wound and then, you know, uh, give it stitches which looks like he just has a ball of twine <laughs> and like a fish hook. And uh, that is, you feel Ooh. every pull of that 
of that rope yeah. while Martin's getting his foot operated on. It was nauseous making. Yeah. It's like, ugh. Ew. David. 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 And uh, then that, and then later on, he... So, so then Zach, st- Zach basically dis- um, drugs them. Yeah, and and it's great because he reveals himself to be a some sort of weird zealot, right? Some sort of like um, crazed, like he's like, I believe in this god that lives out in these woods, and they're like, Jesus Christ, we got to get away from this guy. He's got him tied to chairs and shit, and then he comes in and he's like, Guess what? Your foot's infected. Gonna have to chop off some toes, which is the last thing you need to right. do to an infected foot is create huge. He's got a injuries. he's got a gash on the bottom of his foot, which is a problem. And the cure is chopping off his toes, which makes no sense whatsoever. Oh my God! Ew, David. It's rough. Yeah. Let me tell you, and it's, that is one of the best scenes in the movie because, like, he's like, it's. It's set it's up very to be funny. It's very funny to me. Yeah. Where it's like, he's chopping. Don't, can you just not move? Please don't move. It's going to be worse for you if you move. So I'm just going to take aim. You know, you're making a lot of noise here and it's making me nervous. You're going to make me miss. It's like, <sighs> everybody in the theater was like full of nervous laughter. They're like, <laughs> oh God. Oh. Yeah. That was that was one of a couple pretty good like humorous moments to me. Yeah, like, oh yeah. This no. is my type of like I get glee out of these moments where it's like, get, can you calm down? Just just relax. Relax. I'm, gonna... I'm just cutting off three or four toes. <laughs> Ew, no, David. With a rusty axe. Yeah. I just sharpen it. Yeah. Quit your whining. See, I missed. <laughs> Bang! And you're like, every time I flinched, every time he brought the axe down in right. po- quote practice. Right. Um, but that is a great part of the movie because they set it up to where they're suspicious of him, but then they're put at ease because he's a nice hobo. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's he's a kind person. He's going to help us. He's suturing up our wounds. He's serving us. You know, elderberry tea. Yeah. Um, you know, roots and stuff that soup that he mixed for us, and they're like, great. And then, as they start posing your 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 body, as, and- <laughs> as they're passing out from being drugged, like Zach is explaining, like, yeah, so it's so easy to get people to trust you. All you gotta all you gotta do is be kind, just some kind words. There's a trait of trust. Yeah. And they'll just let you, you know. Give you drugs. Yeah. So now I'm going to dress you in midsummer clothes and, and uh, pose you in the woods and, and take photos of your bodies. Now kiss. <laughs> and so it's this like, there's several times in the movie where you're like, oh, so it's going to be this now. It, it feels like, okay, this is going to be this is gonna be a, a Venus, Venus flytrap situation, like a saw or hostile mm-hmm. situation where they're, where they're caught and they're trying to get out right and it doesn't stay that way for as long as you'd expect like they get out relatively quick yeah it's it, it changes gears pretty constantly and uh, and i like that but the one thing that remains true is as martin is unable to escape foot trauma uh <laughs> as so as they escape um as they escape zach's camp zach is it should be it should be said before we move on like the reason why Zach's doing this and he explains it is like, 
no, he's communicating with like the spirit of the woods, and he's marking Feg. Martin. Yeah, uh, kind of what's Parnag Feg. Parnag Feg. Um, I'm not sure you can say that anymore. What? Parnag Feg. Oh yeah, no, uh, that's not that's not very sensitive to the homosexual community. Uh, Parnag LGBTQ plus. Right. Um, it's he's um he's talking about how um Martin's ex is doing like oh she's approaching it from science you know like that's not that's not what the woods god likes he likes uh worship and ritual and Art. imagery yeah and so he's doing all this he stuff desires to- macaroni pictures <laughs> <laughs> So that's what was that's, that the dreidel god from South Park? Uh, I can't remember. I desire macaroni pictures <laughs> and shakers. Um, so he's doing all this and he's like cutting up Martin and like inserting runes and stuff into his skin. Yeah. And and he's like looking at Martin. He's like, do you do you feel him? He's he's gonna talk to you. Do you? Do you feel it? And you, Martin's like, no, I feel fucking scared and my foot hurts. <laughs> Can you <laughs> let me go? Um, oh, yeah, that's the, that's the other great part of the uh, jumping back and forth. That's the great part of chopping off his toes. <laughs> Zach goes, well, we got two choices. We, oh, can yeah. take it, we can take you to the hospital, but I mean, that's like a long ways away and it could be too late. We don't or, have enough time. Or we could chop off your toes. And Martin's like, well, I like option one. Let's just go. No, uh, it's too late. It's really only one option. No, I think the first option, I think we can go. I mean, it's not... No, no, no. Okay, hold still. <laughs> Which that is comes great. in That comes in handy later in the movie. That's a, a callback later. Right. Uh, but, yeah, as they're escaping, it becomes clear that, oh, Zach has, has, has murdered sacrificed people. other people and just placed them willy-nilly around his camp. Obviously, like, he's got this obsession with, like, oh, we're going to return your body to the earth. This is good. This is the natural state. You just die and you get sucked into the earth. That's what Parnag Feg wants. Um, And they escape and they finally make it to their destination, which is um, the research station of Olivia, Martin's ex. Um, And they find it after, like... (laughs) escaping from Zach and it's intense. Yeah. Like this is the the most intense part of the movie is he stumbles across these like microphones and these speakers, speakers and, and, strobe and, lights. and strobe lights and all of a sudden it turns into like a real intense like skull fucking rave. Yes. <laughs> or like drone music. It's so like uh, like I said I do not experience epilepsy, but I was about like two seconds away from having a seizure from watching this sequence. It's definitely, it turns it, there's a, at this point, the movie kind of skips back and forth between being a movie and a vibe. It just really, it's like, it's kind of like a, a psychedelic music video, uh, right. if you will. So they find Olivia, and she explains how she's doing scientific research, and and uh, she kind of pivoted from doing like study on fungus to, oh, I found this book about Parnag Fag, witches and Parnag Fag, and and how to communicate to the uh, spirit of the earth, and I'm just doing that now. Yeah, so, and it should be mentioned that Olivia 
was in a relationship with Martin, but also was married to Zach. our boy Zach. Right. So she's really just kind of a little forest nymph there. And um, probably the reason why they not trying to slut you. where Zach and Olivia um, got together is they have a common interest of their secret, secret laboratory that you cannot see. <laughs> you don't come in here. We have pitches, dirty pitches. Oh, man. What is that? That was Remind from me. Harvey Birdman. Sure. <laughs> um, so all of a sudden they realize like, oh, okay, Olivia's oh, everybody's crazy kind out of here. mad. Uh, maybe we should go. Maybe we should go back home. It's almost like Olivia and Zach have made have made warring camps. Right. Like one camp is attempting to to uh, contact Parnag Feg through scientific research, and the other camp is trying to contact Parnag Feg through uh, murder and art. <laughs> right. It's a crapshoot. Which whichever one. I mean, it's a, who it, knows which will be right. Two warring factions. Maybe it um, requires all of those elements. And so they're like, uh, can we get the fuck out of here? And Olivia's like, no, you can't go there. That's that's spore country. Because <laughs> all around the campsite now is like these fungus spore mist. Yes, there's like this this uh, this elusive mist that shows up whenever they want to leave. And this is what I really like about this movie is like – there is, it's not clear whether or not Parnag – it seems like Parnag Feg is kind of real. Uh, right. They're not able to leave. Um, and it's and it's, it's circumstances beyond anyone's control. Yeah, and they make allusions to like this being an, kind of an all-knowing, all-seeing, omnipotent like nature god to where she – Olivia mentions like, oh, did you – Martin, uh, did you, you happen have- to have ringworm – yeah, and he's like, like, "Oh yeah, I did." And she's like, well, "Me too." And so did Zach. So it's it's alluding to the fact that like you were compelled. This, this by has a the mind, earth. and it's and it's bringing you in, which is actually one of the most frightening things in nature is like parasites or like a, um, different things that evolve to fuck with other organisms. Oh, man. To where it's like, oh, Par- yeah. Parasitic relationships. The life cycle of this particular parasite is um, it lands on grass and then the ants eat it and it fucks with their mind to where it climbs up to the very tippy top of the grass. It's compelled to do this. And then cows eat the grass and ingest the infected ant, and then the organism has its, or the the parasite has its last part of the life cycle, which lives in cows. Or it does that like through three species, and it's like, how did how does this happen? It's like toxoplasmosis with right. cats, where where you know the the cat when when a when a mouse eats some something that has some cat piss on right. it, then suddenly it becomes infected with toxoplasmosis and becomes like. Love, loving towards the cat. It's like, right. oh, you're the best. Hey, hey, kitty, how you go? Oh, my God. Oh, dear God. Which some people think is the explanation for why people like cats. Yeah. Which is like, oh, we're we're drugged by cat shit. Right. Um, <laughs> which 
I mean, who doesn't like eating cat shit? So Ew, I mean, that's, David. that explains it. Uh, so, Ew. so they really set up this thing to where a lot of fuckery is going around. It feels like there's an an outside force, and then it goes like full on two thousand one at the end because first of all, Amal tries to get out through spore country and gets goes like absolutely nuts, um, high as fuck. And she says some stuff, and I could not understand anything that she was saying. But it sounds like she went through, like, a real intense experience and had, like, a realization of, like, what's what's uh, yeah. visible or whatever, what what is going on. It's everything. Yeah. It's it's like she she went into the spore field, and, uh, and they had a— And she has a hazmat suit she, on. Yeah, and, and, it's still, and a breather. And uh, and they, she they tied a rope around her waist so that if she wasn't able to make it they could pull her back and they ended up having to use that and and she related her experiences as being oh my god like it was overwhelming it was it was like I understand it's the everything is out there right it's the, it's the infinite it's kind of it was a very yeah it was a very Lovecraftian yeah. moment and then like. The, kind of turns the corner and everyone and you realize like oh Olivia is doing pretty much exactly the same thing as Zach like she's right. just as nefarious and she's not only doing the same thing probably in cahoots with right and uh, so it ends with like Zach basically not Zach Martin basically being sacrificed at the foot of this stone yeah that is infused with this ancient alchemist slash necromancer Dude looks like they give him some psilocybin, and, and, uh, yeah. and but but not before cauterizing his foot. Right. Gonna, oh, but we forgot about the you're cauterizing. Gonna, you're gonna hurt my foot again. She's like, we have to. We have no choice. And he's so, and and Martin is just is just trusting to a T. Yeah, he's so amenable. He's he's just like, okay, I guess I'm gonna get really hurt again. Yeah. And he just sits there and takes it. Poor guy. And then the last part. I mean. So again, it's very the end is very intense and very ambiguous. It does not tell you exactly what happens, but um obviously something's going on in nature and it like has it has a mind of its own more more or less. Um but my favorite part of the movie <laughs> this is another the other humorous part is Zach shows up while like the ending is happening and Alma is like freaking out zach goes uh, he gets like a knife and goes to like kill alma and alma grabs a tent stake and stabs it right through his eye yeah to which zach's response is he's like whoa what have you done what have you ah and he's oh like, great that's how accidents happen <laughs> that's that's his line which is great and he's got like a tent stake poking out like a foot out of his eye and he's like ooh. Ooh, am I going to, and he's like mirror. thinking about pulling it out. He's like, pretend he's like, Oh, maybe I could just, and he no, goes, he goes, I got to go to a hospital. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I got it. We got to We can't do this here. We got to go to a hospital. <laughs> and then Alma just shoves it all the way back through his head, which is awesome. It was, it was but brutal. That, that line of like, I have to go to a hospital. Oh, no, nope, you've so done funny. it. We have to go to a hospital now. <laughs> so, I mean, Ouch, David. Ouch, it, David. it does so many things. Well, in this movie and and yeah it's ambiguous it's it's a real mood um and it doesn't really well 
I would uh, like all movies like this where it leaves it up. But like, I just really want to know what the director's thoughts on it are at the very least. I like, I really like being able to, to fill in the blanks on my own. I really enjoy, I would, I would watch this movie again. This is, this is like the rich, this is like how I wanted the ritual to be. Mm, yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong. I do like the ritual quite a lot. Um, but, uh, I, I don't like that they show the monster. The ritual gives you answers. At yeah. The end. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And I, I just, the, the more, the more I'm left to my own devices, the better it is. Cause my mind's the the shit. I'm the best. Yeah. So it's also know. like kind of a Lovecraftian thing of like, what happens in the end? Everyone goes mad and shit gets fucked up. Well, what happened? Shit gets fucked up, bro. Probably something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you not hear me? Everybody gets fucked. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, that hopeless feel that that like that color out of space mm. left left you with is very yeah. kind of like feeling in this. So final recommendations. Who would like this? Um, I'll tell you, hard slasher fans will not like this. Although it does have interesting elements of like the 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 fly and the spider. Yeah, it's got a lot for a lot of people. Like if you, it's got like kind of some serial killer vibes. It's got like the Lovecraftian vibes. It's got like psychedelic yeah like intense um audio visual stuff yeah this would be quite a movie to watch on like mushrooms or something like that yeah if you yeah man i almost i'd almost tell people don't go into this movie high because it will fuck you up probably um but if you have epilepsy problems do not see this don't movie. do not see this movie if you got some visual fuckery yeah if you have any kind of like stimulus problems if if you're on the spectrum and you know really aggressive lights and sounds will bother you don't see this movie yeah it's gonna be a rough time for you um but yeah it's it's good i I really enjoyed it and i was pleasantly surprised by it so go see it all right so before we close out we have a, a new section um our Radom section. Do you so, want me to clap? No. Okay. Um, our, where, we aren't the best researched podcast out there. I would and, venture to say we're one of the worst. And we're, we're often corrected by our listeners of like, you were completely wrong on this. Like how, oh, yeah. how far off could you be? And it's one of those things where you don't realize how often it happens until someone points it out to you. Cause I always like have this, you know, I've been, um, uh, wrong a lot. I know it's hard for you to admit. Yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've been, uh, no, you've been wrong. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I'm trying to think of a word. Um, incorrect. God damn it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> So I've been I've been kind of like arrogant in the past of like oh, when I listen to <laughs> other people's podcasts where they're like they have a malaprop malapropism where like they say one word but mean another word mm. or they use the wrong word for the situation I'm like <laughs> I know English right. I know vocabulary what a moron yeah. what a fucking idiot I know or vocabulary they're, or they're like they 
say the wrong person or they get a fact wrong. I'm like, what a fool. What an idiot. And I'm like, I would never do that. Right, right, I always right. use the right words. And then you sit and you edit hours and hours and hours of yourself talking. Mm-hmm. And you realize that you do it just as much oh, yeah. as those morons that you look down on. And uh, all the facts that we get wrong, we're, we're told, and I feel bad about it every time. Yeah. I'm like, wow, we were way off. And I thought I was completely right. I was like, no, uh, I, excuse me. I am very smart. Um, <laughs> do you want to read these back and forth or do, do you want to read them all? Um, we can read them back and forth. Okay. I mean, we've both are equally you, wrong in a lot of these. So You've prepared this, so I, I haven't seen this yet. I'm not aware of the things that I'm wrong on. Well, I don't, I don't mention who gets it wrong. My response to people who point things out, by the way, my, my go-to response when somebody comes to us and is like, you know you got this wrong, I just say, we're very stupid. Yeah, we are very dumb. Very stupid. So here, here are some errors that we made. Again, we apologize in advance um, or after the fact, I guess. Um, so we'll, you know, here's here's a list of some of the things that listeners have brought us up. Yeah. So two weeks ago in episode 154, which was the unholy review, we incorrectly stated that the Seventh Seal was a German film. The Seventh Seal is directed by Ingmar Bergman, who, along with star Max von Sydow, are Swedish. We apologize to our Swedish listeners for this mistake. Right, and and Max von Sydow. I mean, to to my defense, it has von in the name. That sounds super German to me. And well, there's nothing. I mean, he could be uh, a, a a Swedish, you know, a, sure. a, a Swedish person of German descent. Sure. Yeah. Um, in a previous episode, we incorrectly stated that Gaspar Noe directed Cliffhanger. Um, Gaspar Noe is director of good movies. It was actually directed by Rennie Harlan, so we apologize to Gaspar Noe for insulting his repertoire. We also incorrectly stated in our Sleepaway Camp episode that Felicia Day was actually a transsexual. A listener corrected us and informed us that it was a male stand-in at the end of the film with that Big swing yeah. and dong. Sorry, spoilers. Um, in episode 133, we incorrectly stated that Jaws was directed by Quentin Tarantino because of a court order. Um, actually, Jaws was directed by Steven Spielberg. Right. In episode 36, we incorrectly stated that Michael Peel was, quote, a full-on convicted child rapist. These charges are actually still pending and are currently just allegations. Right. In episode 58, we incorrectly stated that David gave blowjobs under the I-5 bridge for $5. The figure was actually $3.75. Ew. Ew. In episode 9, we stated that an alien informed us a secret cabal of elite Mormons use the blood of children to power a portal to hell. It turns out that the alien was just a local homeless person on meth and that it was actually Jehovah's Witnesses, not the Mormons. Yeah, so I mean we've we've been wrong. We we're big enough to admit that we're wrong. In the future we'll do better. Um we'll try, we'll try to, you know, at least glance at IMDb on some of these issues. Um I mean it's really like uh, egregious areas. I could have just asked you how much you charge. You could have I I and I could have just mentioned. I could have been like, "Hey, that's not actually the price. <laughs> it yeah. really is 375." But you forgot too. So I mean, you know, it's I it's really hard to listen to you verbatim. You just talk, 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 talk. 
All right. So that's the show. Thanks for listening. Please share the podcast with a friend. If everyone shared the podcast with a friend, we would double in size. Which could be useful given that uh, we could be, uh, you know, uh, casting off a huge portion of our audience on a move to Spotify. Yeah. So um, please uh, visit our website for all the links. Um, Lots of ways to support the show if you're into it. Special thanks to Dustin Goble, as always, for for doing the artwork. Um, He he posted a a, a mock-up of a a, coffee table art book that people – we're pretty enthusiastic about yeah it's uh yeah maybe look in the future for i mean we're thinking about doing a kickstarter for it um but it's it's, if anybody knows any book publishers this is deadly serious if anybody knows any book publishers or has connections get at me you know give a drop us a line at info at horrormovietalk.com or send us a voicemail or hit us up on Facebook or Patreon, something like that, because um, we need to get some actual solid prices on what it would cost to publish a book. Mm-hmm. Um, because, uh, you know, and, and all of that I, I would go towards uh, funding Dustin's family. Right. Yeah. We're the kind of the plan is like we wouldn't take a cut no. from it at all. No. So. So thanks again for listening. We love you. We'll see you next time. If you want to leave us a voicemail again, it's 682-253-4468. Till next time, bye-bye. Bye. Looking for a podcast full of burps and gas, perverted cast, skinny and fat? Look no further. Horror Movie Talk is accidentally funny, begs to donate money, fake sponsors for dummies, and so much more. New episodes every hump day. They'll pickle your dickle for foreplay. Patreon members have it your way. Vote for a movie every month for the review. Chop a chopper. Don't just stare at it. Eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone. Hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids swearing not a pedo. Got me too with Cosby eating jello. Pudding pop done gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave doesn't give a shit. One through ten is it horrible or excellent? Social media. Patrick Bateman can't understand you. Stab you to death for rotten apple reviews. Opinionated podcaster with a doctorate. Spook allergy doctor of philosophy. Bad gastritis. Nicolostomy. Turn Patreons into human centipedes. David Doobie Day. Scare no no expert. And Google fucks hard. Professional sex expert. After pod taglines and porno flicks. Train addict, addict, Dave doesn't give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner rubs. Nothing good happens in the woods. Always get more than you bargain for. Got a pickle to dickle. Machines tickle bitties. Killer on the phone. Ain't no sharing stone. 
Vancouver, Portland, Oregon, and Oregon's Corona, COVID, Curse, Lorona, Green River Killer, because reasons, hallway of poop monster kids screaming, ain't your ordinary dingleberry itinerary, 30 days shudder and jump scares, they fucking scary, time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes, use their white socks to catch their loads, to show them one titty, pretty, paganism you should worship, they teflon dicks, pacific northwest, let them see one breast, shifty ass, they spooky, poor man's digress, Bugsy, HMT, Hard Movie Talk. Hold on, they don't like Halloween. Fuck them.